Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good in your world. Um, today is the 6th of January. I'm, I'm doing this countdowns every day now. And um, I think Christmas and New Year went a little bit too fast for me. Um, and I knew it would because the way things were going, I just knew that the holiday... You know, it just flew, as in, you know, one day it just went really fast. So I didn't have the opportunity to be like, to live in the moment for for too long, you know. And well, it wasn't so bad because I think sometimes hmm, it can work either way because sometimes the holidays can go really slowly. And if you're not really doing anything special, then you sort of like end up feeling bad, you know. So. Uh, I think the fact that it breathed was a good thing because then it didn't give me an opportunity to think about, oh, could I have been doing something better? It was, you know, it, it was here, there, and yeah, bye, before I knew it. So anyway, so it was good from that perspective because, um, yeah, I, I I didn't even have the opportunity to think about what I was doing. It just went, and either way, it was Christmas, it was New Year, and here we are. But what I've found since the turn of the year and which is why you know i'm someone that i believe very firmly in times and seasons the bible does teach us about the importance of time i mean there are many scriptures that talk about god telling us to redeem the time we actually reflected on this about two or three episodes ago and jesus would say things even when he was on earth he would say the hour has come and now is you know he would talk about the time has come he would talk about the day of that day of that hour no one will know you know so god generally i mean he's the one that created time in any sense so he time is very important to him time seasons you know he ordered the world in such a way and in that there are buckets of time there are milestones and there are events um, and, and places and spaces where things are predestined or preordained or designed to happen in a particular way. And God then spends a lot of time and efforts making sure that those things are fulfilled and then working with people to see how, you know, those things can come to pass. But God is very time sensitive. So when I hear people or anyone saying something about, oh, it, you know, time is a figment of the imagination. I'm like, really? <laughs> How can you say that? I mean, as a woman, time is not a figment of my imagination because for many years of my life, you know, adult life, every 30 days, I used to have a menstrual period. So that's not a figment of my imagination. Bleeding for three days <laughs> or four days in a month is definitely not a figment of my imagination. And that cycle went on um, for like maybe 30 years or more. And then after a while, you know, it fizzles away. That also is not a figment of my imagination. So there was a clock that was running in my body, whether I liked it or not. That clock started running down when I turned when I turned 13. And it came to a stop when I turned 50. So that's actually 27 years. So whether and, and there was no notification, you know, as in there was no, you know, other than the physical signs, there was no, you know, in fact, there was no indication telling me when the clock would run down until it did. It's just that you get a general sense from what you are taught in school and what you read on the internet. So for, that means that I had a window of opportunity to do certain things within that time. 
and if I didn't do it then then that was it and I think it's the same thing I mean even if you are a farmer or anything there's what you call the planting season there are times and seasons when certain crops do better if you miss that planting season there's no point don't just take your seed and put it in the barn and wait for the next planting season you are going to be swimming against the tide trying to make that seed plant at a time and um, thrive at a time when the um, everything is working against it in fact the environment to, for its growth and its comfort and its multiplication is just not there which is why people then create what you call a greenhouse because they try to recreate that environment and, and nurture and hope so and if you can recreate the environment fine but if you're unable to then definitely you are unable to sow or plant or to water or to nurture or to grow so that's how life is and and the sense i get for some reason this year 2023 is a very significant year and i was surprised because god had been talking to me about this in fact it said to me that it's the year of my fruitfulness and he'd made me realize that anything that i should just enter this year with a feeling of sense of being unconstrained and that anything that i that comes into my heart to do i should just do it and not worry and you know psychoanalyze as i normally do and i entered into the year with that sense and please let's bear in mind i'm not i am no longer one of those people who believe that oh every year this year is this this year is that because i have been humbled by the events of the last two years where you know it was really about god just save me or you know help us keep us you know that kind of thing so i had gotten off that train of this year is whatever so i wasn't asking god to tell me what the year was i was just about lord you have brought me this far you know um, carry me go you know just let's continue going so he was the one that brought that it just came and he said it's your year of fruitfulness and he was he, he kept talking about that and i was like you know for me i was like yeah well almost like whatever not quite but i was like mm, okay if you say so because i was like like i said i've been on such a journey that when you go through the seven things you go through in life that the things that the rat race doesn't bother you anymore you ju- you're just concerned about living impactfully and contentment spiritual contentment and being at peace and you know helping others in the way in which god has helped you that's you know because you now realize that things can go wrong and they can go terribly wrong and you realize that you know this world you've seen the insufficiency that this world and this life has so you just it just changes you and i've met people who've gone through you know similar or perhaps even much worse and they have a similar sense of reflection if you can you know when god takes you through certain things your priorities just change so anyway so when he said that i i felt okay no no big deal and uh, but the way we've entered this year now i can almost sense that i i i can sense what he's saying because i just see things just falling into place i am without much effort i'm doing certain things and things that i have been struggling to do and been trying to find a way out for years all of a sudden it's becoming it's almost like the path is just opening somebody has opened a portal somewhere and all of a sudden it's in my grasp something that i i thought was impossible something that i i had hoped and wished i had access to but i always it was out of my reach not just in my mind it was physically out of my reach all of a sudden it's like everything is aligning to the point that okay yeah it's it's like this is actually something i can do this is something that I can access this is something that we can make happen and it's looking not so it's really it's within my fingertips it's, it's so it's now making me even dream bigger than i had dreams that i had kept 
you know buried away and felt oh maybe this is not great it's not going to be in our future i have now had to begin to bring them back because it's now like the empowerment the opportunity the platform the relationships the networks the possibilities have been open to me so i now realize that he's really serious when he says this is my year of fruitfulness this is my year of doing things this is a year when i can do and he said to me yesterday he said just i want you to enter this year as though you are unconstrained so anything that comes into your heart to do do now he has never said this to me before in my life and the funny thing is that i am i really am actually believing him because some of the little things that we've been able to do i'm setting up something right now a construct that i had always wanted to do but i didn't think it was possible not in the environment that i am in all of a sudden inspiration he's just directing me things are coming through it's beginning to take shape it's actually and i can see that even the people that are coming into me with me they're realizing we're all realizing that we, we are realizing that this is something that is going to be bigger than us we're, we are realizing that and they without my even telling them they came into it's like god was speaking to each of them too and i'm coming out in goosebumps as i'm speaking and this is something I have yearned to do, but I always felt the opportunity, the platform, the time and the space was not there. And that my environment was not at all the kind of place where such a thing could actually happen. But God has designed it to happen. So who am I? I will fall in line with him. So I think the point of reflection, and as I do on this podcast, and I also want to share with you, is that God is interested in our lives and he speaks and when he speaks, we listen. I mean, if, you, if you've been someone who's been listening to this podcast for the last two years, if not, perhaps, please go and check some of our old episodes. I've always talked about how I've always been that kind of person who wants to run ahead of God. I am so impatient. I, you know, when he, once he says something, I don't even wait for him to finish the sentence. I'm, I'm off, you know. And I'm like, please, please, you know, I, w- I want him to work on my own terms according to my timetable, according to my schedule. The greatest challenge I had in the last two years was patience was just walking at his pace my goodness i'm like "Ah, don't you see how far we have to go why are you crawling (laughs) you know i'm like what's going on here i just didn't get it and i can't even say that right now i get it but i think i get it more than i the way i felt then because now i realize that that process of going through actually the experience that i had if i if it had been shorter and not as intense, I don't think it would have had as much impact on me. But the length of it, the severity of it, the intensity of it, the sheer heart-wrenching, prolonged suffering that was involved, it's it's not possible to come out of it. It's like when when Paul says, I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. You know, there are scars that we carry that are invisible. It's not possible to come out from battle unscathed, even if you're unscathed physically. The memory of the battle stays with you. You know, the, the, the process of fighting in battle, of being attacked, of having to defend yourself, of being wounded, being raised up, it, it stays with you somehow on some level. And also the victory, of course, to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. 
the experience stays with you even after the events have gone and that's that has been my that was my experience so i have uh, so i'm a different i'm definitely a different person now i'm completely different from the way i used to be and um so he says i should be fruitful this is my year of fruitfulness so what i'm saying is what is the lord saying i am now realizing that there's no point trying to run ahead of god because you are just going to end up nowhere and that's what i found out if you're a christian even if you're not a christian yeah there's just no point you make it you you make a lot of progress but you're actually not going anywhere or you find yourself where you had no intention of being but somehow because you just didn't understand what you you know what you were doing or the impact or the consequences of the actions you were taking or you know you end up in the place that you don't expect which is exactly what i had noticed so now I am very, very happy to walk at the peace of God. In fact, I have no appetite for running ahead of him. I'm just, I'm, I mean, I'm like, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, happily will throw it away. So now that he's telling me to run, I will run. By his grace, I will run. I will lean on him to allow me and show me how to run. Because for a very long time, he was, he was all I was required to do was sit still. You know, the Bible says, be still and know that I'm God. So for the past two years, we have been largely still, you know, just still, actually, most of the time that, you know, being in a reflective mode, meditating, allowing God to move, taking baby steps here and there. But mostly, actually, I've been in the cooler for the last two years. I've just, God has just been working on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now that he's saying, now is the time to do. <laughs> I, I, I don't, he doesn't need to tell me twice. The Bible says, once have I spoken, twice have I heard. I have heard him really well on this point, but I'm just going to trust him to also show me how to run. And um, he says I should act as though I'm unconstrained. So whatever it is that the Lord is saying to you at this time, um, do not doubt it. Allow him to prove that word in your life is what I will say. Um, surprisingly, uh, unprompted, one of my sisters in Christ also mentioned this, that the Lord had said to her that it was an epic year. So I'm sensing that there is something that the Lord wants to do. Actually, since the pandemic and all of the troubles, I felt that the Lord had, it was, you know, the, the prophetic sequence that I had a sense of was that there would be trouble, there would be chaos. He was exposing a lot of evil, a lot of people for who they really were. There's a lot of unveiling. I felt that there would be a period of judgment. I also felt that there would be a pro- 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 um, point at which when God would begin to move. Although I didn't, I wasn't too sure of the sequence. And you know, all this is just me taking from prophetic verses, things that principles that you know I have seen in like Jeremiah. I think there's a particular scripture that talks about that. Um, but I wasn't sure. So you know, but it seems when I was surprised she said it because she repeated almost exactly what God had said to me separately. So I said, okay, maybe God wants to do something different this year. He wants to do the kind of thing that, because in my space, what I sense he wants to do is the kind of thing that even I, as I'm doing it, I will know that this is God. Because even the construct, like what I'm talking about that I'm working on, this is, this is something that is not even in my power to do. What? where we have even gotten to within a very short space of time, just this in the few days of this year, it's only God. And the, the most important thing is I can even I can already see where it's going. I can see. For the first time in a very long time, I can see 
light. I can see opportunity. I can see possibilities. Oh Lord, I can so see possibilities. I can see them. I see, I see, I see, I see. I can see the hand of the Lord. He's with us. I can see. He's moving. He's moving. Jehovah has stood up on his throne and he has decided that this will be the year of the fulfillment of purpose. It will be the year when he will manifest all that which he has spoken. That every prophetic word that has gone forth will be manifested. He has said this is the year of the awakening. This is the year of the lifting. This is the year that his glory shall be seen upon all the places and the spaces where he inhabits. That every prayer that has been prayed in secret will be shouted from the rooftops. The manifestation shall be visible for all to see. It will be the year that will glorify the Lord. Sons of God will manifest. The presence of God in their lives will be uplifted, will be, sh will be shown and declared in all of the nations of the earth. It is the year of lifting. So I will just leave it there. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. I wanted to read the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 16, where it says, Jesus said, um, Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I'm coming to beginning to realize that the purpose of our presence on earth is to glorify God in heaven. And, you know, we say this as a cliche, but we really do not understand it. When you say glorify God, it means... In death, in life, in whatever condition you find yourself, the prayer of my heart should be, Lord, let your name be glorified. Jesus said this all the time. He said it, he said, glorify thyself with the glory that you had with me before the end of the words. He said, I have done what you asked me to do. I have glorified you. He used that word glorify so often. Because that is the one thing that the Lord desires from all of his creation. And in glorifying God, we ourselves are glorified. We are enriched. That's the way it works. Because we are sons of God. We are children of God. We are created in his image and in his likeness. As we glorify him, we release his glory upon our lives, upon our situations. We give him the opportunity to do, you know, God is like light. In fact, he's light. Light, the only thing light knows how to do is to illuminate, to shine. That's all. It brings joy. In fact, most countries, there's, I literally, I mean, I always wondered, like in the UK, why there was a lot of people really got very depressed. And in countries like Africa, there were less people that were depressed until recently. But I, I later found out that there's something they call seasonal affective disorder or something, whereby when the weather goes dark, people's emotions go dark as well. So for me, I found that really interesting because that's like a physical analogy of what the spiritual thing is. Because light brings joy. It brings light. It brings peace. It brings illumination. It brings liberty. God himself is light. So when I let the light of God in me shine before men, and my works, the things that I do as led by God, bring glory to God. That glory, when God is glorified in my life, I myself are glorified. I am glorified in him. Everything that is in the glory of God, his joy. In fact, glorifying God is giving God the space, the opportunity, and the ability to just be himself around you. You know, to show forth his power, his grace and mercy. So we have actually gotten it wrong in that 
we seek so much to glorify ourselves. We seek to glorify our cause. We seek to glorify our desires. We seek to glorify our uh, our wants, our you know, our what our requests, our own path. Whereas what we should be doing is putting God front and center, because in so doing, God's glory can only bring good things. So God's glory will, will not only achieve what we have, what we wanted, or, or address the the heart's desires that led to, you know, that gives rise to the things that we want, but He will do. He will also bless other people in the process. Because when light comes, light doesn't discriminate. You, you know what I'm saying? You switch on the light. Yeah, everybody, everybody's benefits from it. You, you can't hold the light. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if you have a touch light and you're trying to cover it. The room will not be as dark as it would have been once the light is on. You know, light is non-discriminatory. So if you bring light in, it blesses everyone. So this is, yeah, thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. So let your light shine. Let the light of God shine in your light. And I believe that the Lord will teach us, each and every one of us, what that would mean for us in this year, 2023. So thank you very much for listening. Stay blessed. Have a wonderful day. If you have been blessed, bye. If you be today's podcast, please share it with someone. Sharing is caring. And look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow, throughout the month, and for the rest of the year. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.